Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. My next guest has a um, has a listing in Los Angeles right now uh, on North Saltaire Avenue, which you may not have ever heard of that. And you'd say, well, why do I mention that? Well, that one's just, as I understand it, a few homes down from the Golden Girls house, like the house they use, the exterior for the Golden Girls. But that's not even what we're talking about because his other listing that's getting him all kinds of attention, which also has some TV and Hollywood connections, is he is the listing agent for the Brady Bunch house that is now up for sale for five and a half million bucks. His name is Danny Brown. He joins us now. Danny, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. That that one on Saltaire is next is right near the the Golden Girls house, right? It actually is. It's a block away. It's actually the Fleetwood Mac estate. Really? So they recorded a lot of the uh, the music in the recording studio, which is in a basement media room setting. Wow! Wow! But yes, that is not the house I think you're calling about. No, it is not. But I'm I'm I. It's fascinating, nonetheless. So how does I mean? Okay, you obviously you have connections. Obviously, you're someone that people turn to with estates like this, but how in the world do you get hooked up to be the listing agent for the Brady Bunch house, which might be other than maybe the White House, one of the most iconic homes in the States? How does that even happen? That is a great question. I think it was my singing the theme song <laughs> to the head of the studio and hitting all the the right notes. Uh, you know, I had a relationship with the head of the studio and one of the real estate attorneys that represented the studio. So when they went to acquire the property five years ago, I represented them and oh. it was a complete chaotic bidding war that, you know, Lance Bass was upset about because he was, he thought he had it and we ended up snatching it from the hands of victory, right from, right from Lance and to right to Warner Brothers HGTV. <laughs> so, okay. So they know you then. So they come back to you with this one. It's a completely different. I, okay. It was a big deal when we all remember when that bidding war happened, but that was just right. the exterior. This is a completely different thing that you're now selling because HGTV has essentially turned the inside into as close to an exact replica of the TV show as possible. That That's vastly different. Yeah, it's completely different. The original house was just a teardown, basically. If it wasn't known to be the Brady Bunch house, which basically was just the exterior elevation, their show used just the exterior shot in the in- intro credits of the show. So when HGTV bought it, they partnered with the, Property Brothers, Jonathan and Drew, as well as an all-star cast of eight HGTV designers. And they rebuilt the house and made it two and a half times the size. And inch by inch, frame by frame, they studied the show and matched what the house should look like. And so when you show up in this house, it it looks like what the real Brady Bunch house is, even though there's no such thing, because it was a studio lot at Paramount. It, when Does the purchase, does the sale come with all the st- all the furnishings and everything else? It sure does. So you get the horse too and everything else. <laughs> Alice's cookie recipe comes with it. A little note from uh, Marsha to Davy Jones. You get all of it. Really? Okay. So we're, we're, I don't know. I, I, I can't tell from your uh, from your photo. Are you of the era that the Brady Bunch was part of your life? Uh, it was part of my life. I've watched reruns at different stages of childhood through teenage years. And I've always been a fan. I've seen every episode. I want to find myself as a fanatic. I'm not outside singing uh, the theme song, which is happening. Yesterday, there was a group singing the theme song, and that happens quite a bit outside of the sidewalk. I have no doubt, but I was just wondering. So I, I don't know if prior to getting this listing again, you, you obviously would have been in the house when you got the listing back before it was redone. Don't know yeah. if you'd been in 
since it had been all redone again. But when you walk in and see it as a fan, does it feel like you're in the Brady Bunch? Oh, you feel like you are living in an episode of the Brady Bunch. It's a visceral experience. It's just a phenomenal situation. And I'm able to relive that first impression every time I bring someone into the home. People have the same reaction. It's just uncanny and it's incredible. And every little detail, every little color, molding, accessory, it's right out of the show. And it just blows you away when you're in there. So who is coming into the home? Because I got to believe you're getting not just people who have five and a half million bucks to maybe buy a house, but I got to believe you're getting all kinds of calls from people saying, can I look? So we're getting a little everything. I mean, most of the people are serious buyers. We're not letting people in that are your typical looky-loos. We're qualifying, making sure people send us proof of funds. My team is filtering that out. They're searching Google if we don't know who they are. Most people, we know who they are. They're either high-profile, either entertainers, celebrity types, or business people or investors. And that's who most likely the buyer will be, an investor or a collector. It's not going to be a family that wants to live like they're in the 70s and be like the Brady's. <laughs> like the, like the, the, the Brady Bunch movie they did afterwards where they lived in I the mean, 70s. I mean, maybe they but... will. Maybe someone's going to have a, you know, some sort of flashback, you know, well, bad trip situation and wants to live there. I don't know. But what can be done with it? Because, I mean, I've, I've been by there. A few years ago, my wife and I and some friends were in California. We drove by and took pictures. They had the fences up. It was while the reconstruction was being done. So that was fe- you? Well, yeah, that, well I, I'm sure there was more than me. I mean, it's, uh, there are pe- I know there were security guards who were saying everybody's been by here all the time. Yes. But um, I, I just wonder, like, what it, it is in a regular neighborhood. It's not on a set. It's not yeah, on a lot. Exactly. So what can you do with the house? You can live in it. Yes. You but can could rent you, it. But really, could. all we can say is, look, we're able to sell you the house. We cannot sell you the intellectual rights, the property rights, any of the IP. So in terms of what you can do with it, you got to really dig deep with the city of L.A. because there's so many nuances and gray areas. Everybody wants to Airbnb this thing. That's what I wondered. Make a killing. But, you know, you know, short-term rentals in the city of Los Angeles have a nefarious track record. with been a lot of incidents and issues. And technically, a lot of that stuff isn't even legal unless you live in the house part time. And there's all sorts of different uh, nuances. So we're just selling the house and what someone does with it. They want to look, they want to get approvals from the city to turn it into a museum or turn it into an Airbnb. That's up for them to figure out whether the city will sign off on that or not. Well, we're not involved with that part of it. And, and, and here's guessing that if you do that, the horse is gone the first night. <laughs> Someone, every everybody's going to be taking something out of that house if yeah, they're staying You better there. chain down that horse, lock it down. <laughs> <laughs> what what has been going on with it though? I mean, the 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 Air, uh, HGTV did the renovation three years ago. Am I about right uh, in there? Well, the, we acquired it in 2018, and then they did like six months of planning, and then another six months or plus of building. So they had an all star cast, the Property Brothers, and some other designers rebuild the whole thing, and they did a show around it. Yeah. They, they yep. did the, very Brady renovation and was a big rating success. They had the cast involved. So they did that. They've done other shows, some cooking shows and some other, you know, offshoot shows. They've done a lot of events. They've done a lot of executive tours Mm. and uh, just got to the point where like, Hey, it's just an asset. We want to get off our books. We're not doing anything with it anymore. So Danny, it's time to sell. But has it been, so it's basically been largely sitting empty and just waiting for something to happen with it. 
Yeah, for the most part. I mean, they're doing tours and, you know, executive events and things like that. But no one's living in it. And it, there's no show that's being there's that's in production at the moment. What would be uh, so as a, as a guy in a Los Angeles real estate agent, you were just talking about the house that was the, the Fleetwood Mac home. Clearly, you, you know, this area and I don't just mean geographically this this market of, of celebrity homes and things. What sure. would be a bigger or in the same category of home as this one that you could ever get as a listing agent? What, what, what would be in this category? So I'm told the White House is the only property that's more photographed than this. So I don't think if I can get the listing for the White House, great. But I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Uh, You know, look, we get high high A-list celebrity type and, you know, big business mogul types all the time. I have Eva Longoria's house on the market uh, on Deep Canyon in Beverly Hills for 20. Uh, It's the Fleetwood Mac house on Saltaire. So we have those sort of homes all the time. but they don't get the kind of attention that you get for the Brady Bunch house. I don't know that there's another house that would get this kind of attention. And I and and the one thing I wonder about it, and again, you're probably right. It, it seems unlikely a family is going to buy it just to live in there and have a '70s flashback thing. But I don't. I mean, you are buying a place knowing that from now until eternity, all day long, every single day, people are going to stop and take pictures at your house. That comes with it. Absolutely, no doubt about it. You got to be prepared that this house, you know, always has a place in the public's eye, and you cannot keep people from taking pictures on the sidewalk or the street. That's public property. So, yeah, you got to be used to it. Right now, we have 24 hour surveillance, 24 hour security patrol. Uh, the next owner may do the same thing. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, again, I, I understand that the previous owner had, and with some other places too, you know, they put up a fence or whatever else because they get tired of it. I think if you're buying this place, you're buying it, I would assume, understanding what you're doing and what you're getting and what it means to people. For sure. You know you're going in with your eyes open and we're telling every buyer we're vetting, you know, to buyer beware. These are all the things you need to be aware of and you need to know that this is a high profile, high traffic house. It's going to get a lot of attention. You've got to build in the cost of uh, surveillance and probably security. And depending on what sort of real estate play you're going to make, that's all part of the equation. you got to be prepared for that. Okay, so before I let you go, you mentioned right off the top that there was a group who stood outside and sang the Brady Bunch theme song uh-huh. within today or within the last few days. What are some of the yes. other things that you've seen? Because people, still, it, it's I constant, still. right? It's constant. It is constant. And, you know, five years ago when they first bought the house and people were telling me that that happened, I didn't know that existed. I've lived in L.A. my entire life and I never (laughs) went to see the Brady Bunch house, nor did I know that anyone went to see. But it's a huge tourist attraction. And if you sit there for an hour, you're going to see a car or two pop up. Basically, everyone takes pictures and poses and that's usually it. Once in a while, you get someone really fired up and they're singing. Yesterday, it was two girls, teenage girls singing the theme song and we were in the house showing it and the buyers who are quite high profile i can't disclose uh extremely wealthy they went out after the tour and joined the choir really and it was like six people singing the theme song so i'm like that doesn't happen at most listings i have it is uh and i'm sure anyone come up and knock on the door and ask just off the street and ask for a tour ask to look around all the time and that's why there's security there and the security's pushing people away and as much as I'd love to open the doors and let it be a public tour, it's just too much chaos, too much crowd control. And the owners, the studio didn't want that. We're really trying to be respectful of the neighbors because the neighbors have to deal with this ultimately. So if we opened it up and did an open house or open tours, 
there would be so there'd be hundreds of cars and oh, hundreds of people. No kidding. So we're, yeah, we're trying it, to do the best we can for the neighbors. It would look like the final scene in Field of Dreams with the uh, with the headlights from uh, all the way up the road through the thing. I'll tell you one of the things about this house. The you mentioned we got to go. The the last uh, that HGTV show that they did when they returned it to its former glory. Now I don't know if this is going to be anything that resonates with you, but when they did the big unveil and all the Brady kids came back and everything else. I'm realizing how big a deal this was when I'm looking in the crowd of people standing on the street, just the average Joes who are all standing there applauding, and one of them, and I can't even remember his name for the life of me, one of my favorite movies, Slapshot, from way back in the day with Paul Newman, Killer Carlson. This guy who was what is standing on the street as Joe Public. Killer Carlson was in the house. He was he on was the there. street just applauding with the Brady oh, kids. Street. And I'm like, okay, you're, this is, I don't even understand what I'm getting at here. But it was like, okay, everybody is into the Brady house apparently. Um, yeah, it's a scene. And I remember discussing with Warner Brothers up front. I'm like, if we open this up to the public, it's going to be like Coachella on Dilling Street. <laughs> and the neighbors are going to say, no bueno, it's not good. Too much chaos. So we decided to go the most discreet route we can. It's not very discreet. Uh, it has not been very discreet. Uh, you failed on that measure, but you've done a great job on getting attention for it. No, no, no. Danny Brown. Uh, go look him up, by the way. His website is dannybrownla.com. Uh, you can see the uh, the Fleetwood Mac house. I'm sure I haven't even found the Brady Bunch house on here. I'm sure it's there. But, uh, uh, Danny, listen, really appreciate you taking a few minutes. Thanks for having a little fun with us today. Awesome. All right, guys. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8. On 900 CHML.